0: Regularly, if you find us on the after show, one of the things that comes up as a topic of conversation pretty often is uh, we, we break down, well, one of two ways, either adult myths or we just talk about how we don't function completely as adults. Right. AJ McCall VFX, and I highly recommend if you haven't found the podcast, it's AJ McCall. Just search for Twitch for you at Monday and Friday. But uh, something interesting stumbled across my eyes on the internet the other day. It was, what if brands had to be brutally honest? And I I chuckled about it because I was like, oh, We have, in some capacity, done this one way or the other on the after show. Yeah. So I flipped through the list just to see what it was, and some of our favorite ones made it up there. Red Bull, who McCall has been petitioning for a sponsorship for a while now. I have been. Got the uh, brutally honest slogan of, I hope you like heart palpitations.
1: I do. It's great. (laughs) Calms me down, but also, raises the heart. It's great.
0: (laughs) YouTube, an ad will end in five seconds, after which another ad will play. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. The best one is when they ask you for the survey because then they never, you don't ever have to ask it. Yeah, answer it. Excuse me. It's
1: Like, have you seen any of these? Not sure. Skip. Skip.
0: skip. skip. Thank you. Always skip. This one I thought. This one I thought was good for you. Uh, granted, not now since we're into the fall and winter time of the year. But Benadryl. You can't have allergies if you're unconscious. That's
1: it. Bingo. Because <laughs> I, yeah. It's the worst. It really is, because allergies sneak up out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, it's the fall, and I'm like, what happened to my entire spring and summer? I have no idea. It's It's gone.
0: It's true. Uh, We were just talking about the Denny's the other day, this uh, La Quinta Hotel's Spanish for next to Denny's, which is... Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's true. It is. (laughs) (laughs) And then since you're talking about trying to find Tupperware, Tupperware, have you ever wanted to throw food away but just not now.
1: Yeah, seriously, that's exactly Look. it. I finally decided to uh, remember my lunch today, which is I'm proud of myself for because I food prepped on Sunday and then I forgot to bring food with me the last two days. So,
0: yeah. Well, hopefully, hope it's not so much. It's not the Tupperware's fault. It's just no. stuff gets shoved in the back, yeah. and I don't know of anybody else, but for me, like we have to do this like once every couple months. I'm like. We had this still? Where?
1: Why, why didn't I know about I no, I this? I'm so sad. This. I loved
0: this. And then it just gets yep. shoved to the back. Yep, relatable. Just put stuff in there because, as McCall said, the key to health but also being more fiscally responsible is to make your food. So you try, you know, but you don't want to do it one at a time. If you can, you want to prep it out. And then eventually you're, like, shoving stuff in there to make it fit. It's a Tetris game. And all of a sudden everything's in the back. And the next thing you know, it's gone spoiled. And you're like, no. Oh. Apparently, we have a craftsperson, a craftsperson in the audience who actually wanted your advice on something. Apparently, they decided to get uh, hands-on for this holiday season, but they ran into a snag they weren't expecting when it came to making goods for purchase. Someone seeking advice on being a uh, craftsperson? person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, wanting to know your insight on it, McCall, okay. AJ McCall at VFX. So the message came in and said, so I do a little bit of uh, refinishing of furniture and some other small craft projects mm-hmm. in my spare time. And uh, most recently, I found a tree stump that I did some work with. It looks cool. kind of looks like, a, I wouldn't call that a bookend, but I sent a picture. But anyway, so he said, I do that stuff. And what I've come to find is when I get near the end, especially stuff, I kind of take a chunk of wood or whatever and turn it into anything. I have a hard time actually wanting to sell it, which is the whole reason I started doing this, was to make some extra cash because I put the work in it and I don't want to see it go. Yes. And I've heard you talk about putting wreaths together. Is that something you deal with as well?
1: You know, it is. It's something that's kind of difficult because it's an energetic exchange more so than anything because when I'm putting all of this work into these wreaths, or whatever it is that I'm that I'm making. It's like there's so much love that is being put into it that I want it to be loved and appreciated at the same level that I've been loving and appreciating it and putting the work into it at. And so to let it go is like I need somebody who's going to value my talent, my time and the like energy that's been put into it monetarily or even energetically. Same kind of thing. And so trying to get them to go to a house, a home that's also going to be like appreciative of the art behind it is—it's di- difficult. It really
0: is. So, then what would you suggest? Because eventually, you can't keep Crying. all the wreaths, and I'm assuming this person can't also keep all the wood or furniture or whatever they end up making. They're gonna well, run out of space at one this, point. This
1: is the thing where I'm at at this point because I've put up a couple of like different wreaths and stuff for sale, and it's like they won't sell. They haven't sold. And I don't know if there's like some kind of an attachment there that's been like, oh, well, I don't want it to go to a different home if it's not going to. And so then it's like I'm blocking it myself or I, I don't know. I don't know necessarily what the case is, but uh, you got to, I don't know, maybe do some kind of a ritual. I haven't yet gotten to that point yet.
0: You know, it's really cool. <laughs> I wonder we have a couple of friends of the show. Um, John, I know, does. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm blank on his name. He lives in that that way i don't want to say the city
1: yeah good idea Uh, but
0: so uh they do woodworking Uh, dustin pins yeah dustin yes they do woodworking in pins i'm curious if they run into the same thing with that creativity because i actually own uh one of the boxes that john has made i wonder if they run into the same issues because like for me uh one of the the things when i when i read this message like oh i'll have to ask i've definitely asked mccall about this i had a buddy in college who majored in art and i remember once upon a time he made this painting and it was a it was a bunch of elephants, and the front one said quack. And his brother was like, oh, that's great. I want to buy it. And then he was like, all right, I'll sell you a print. And then his brother was like, I want the original. Yeah, your brothers or whatever. he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. No, you can't have the original. And, and at the time, I was like, he's your brother. No, And there's stuff in art. I don't know. But I was like, now you hear this. And you're like, OK, maybe, maybe he just loved it, too. Maybe he yep. loved it, too, and he wanted to keep the original.
1: Yep. I think that's what it comes down to, is that it's it's too. It's hard to give away because you love it, and so you want somebody who's going to value it and appreciate it for the piece of art that it is. It's total sense. Yeah.
0: You have to come up with a questionnaire. Before you buy this, answer these questions.
1: Yeah. Will you love it and appreciate <laughs> it like I do? The answer's no. Get out.
0: Mm, sorry, not for sale. Mm,
1: you can't have it. Uh,
0: the uh, uh, There's an interesting question yesterday as well. Uh, does your gut feeling justify an invasion of privacy when it comes to a relationship? Really interesting because depending on the level of guilt, depending on what level of evidence, the answer varies wildly. Interesting concept of deciding to invade someone's privacy or trusting your gut. Someone sent us a message while we were going through the beginning part of the debate at 8AJ and McCall and VFX. It says, hey, Barton with me is, uh, might be a little bit long, but I heard you guys talking about don't marry a blank and the guy with the phone call. Uh, so most cheaters are caught because of invasion of privacy, right? But I have come around to this thought that you don't confront a cheater because then they learn how to be a better cheater. You just end a relationship as opposed to getting to that point. In fact, I ended a relationship a few years back because of gut feelings, and I didn't want to, but I also didn't want to become that guy, the guy who snoops, the guy who questions, and the guy who's thinking about going into her phone. My logic was either A, she's cheating, and I made the right call. B, my gut is off, and maybe I've developed some trust issues or subconsciously know this relationship isn't going anywhere. I shouldn't be in a relationship, but it's time to work on myself, and I made the right call. So... Two-part question. One, does trusting your gut justify evading the person's privacy? Two, should you end it as soon as your gut says someone is cheating?
1: Mm, I think that you definitely need to have a conversation about it. And I, I don't know. It depends on... There's different kinds of gut instincts. True. And so I, I think it kind of depends on the gut instinct that you're leaning into. Um, if it's just like a subtle you know, your brain's whispering to you, oh, what if he's cheating or what if they're cheating, you know, or if there's like a, this has happened before, or there have been things that have come up or, uh, there are situations that have arisen that are key indicators of, it depends on where you're at with it.
0: Yeah. I like the, I mean, cause I think with you, like you can, I think everybody gets those murmurs at some point or mm-hmm. you just kind of get, Doubtful, questioning, whatever you want to call it. So some some evidence or something more than just like you got a bad feeling, I think, would would be prudent if you're going to make a decision with the implications of ending a relationship. The interesting thing is the distrusting your gut justify invading the person's privacy, especially when set up, like he said at the beginning, where he said, uh, you know, most cheaters get caught because of uh, invasion of privacy and confronting a cheater may teach them just to be a better cheater. That is fascinating. That is really interesting because I think ultimately when relationships don't end, it's because people see, at least believe they want to see the best in someone and so that they could see past it or that they want an explanation to sort out whether it's worth it or not because they've invested this amount of time in someone. But it's a really interesting concept because you'd have to, I guess, to know for sure, you'd have to follow the people past that relationship and see Did they change? Did they evolve? Did they learn? Or was it just honing skills to become better and better at being awful? Yeah. I think the interesting thing would be, I think you just got to be just, when it comes to the question, does uh, trusting your gut justify invading a person's privacy? I think ultimately it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. You can feel remorseful, but still feel justified in finding out for sure. Um, Ideally, I think you go back to what McCall said, you got to have, I something more than a gut feeling, like some evidence. So I guess to answer your question, technically, no. Just trusting your gut might not justify it. You have got to be something that tips you off, different behavior, weird action, whatever it is. But I think ultimately, like, I don't think anyone ever feels great in that situation, at least initially being like, I've, I've come to the situation where I have to invade someone's privacy. But like the other side of that coin would be if the partner has led them to that point, probably something going on at least that they're not doing right to not to make them feel uncomfortable. Right.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I also think that, um, a little bit of, it depends on how long you've also been together too, because at, at this point, if you've been together for X amount of years or X amount of time or whatever, and it ends up coming into this realm of, am I invading privacy? Obviously you get privacy, you know, I'm not going to go through and like read Dustin's journal or something like that. But, you right. know, there's there's a realm of privacy there, but there's also a realm of trust. And so it's a it's a
0: That's a good point.
1: It's an understanding, because at what point when you end up getting married, if you end up getting married and you end up having kids, there is nothing that becomes private.
0: You know where there's nothing that is private is obviously with the state of Florida, their business. We're in it. True. Like I said, there's no privacy with Florida. Watch us get all up in their business. See, it goes like this: Florida not with AJ McCall at VFX. Three headlines, please.
1: Okay, we got headline number one: A fired a Walmart employee drove his car straight through the store. Now,
0: That's... like, did he do property damage? Because you and I both know someone who's at least driven the front end of a vehicle into a Walmart before, and uh, I would not suggest that they get re- arrested whatsoever.
1: We went straight through the front of the store and then sounds, into some aisles. Sounds a then, little damagey. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty damagey. So there's, uh, there's story one. Story two, massive brawl broke out at a dog show on Saturday because a group of women were denied their refund because their dogs didn't win. So, that's not how it
0: works. Yeah, like you well, paid to get, good
1: luck. That's not how it works. Tell, good luck trying to tell pe- other people that because they just, uh, I guess they don't get it. <laughs> so there's, there's story number two. And then we got story number three. Some guy shot his middle-aged son because he wouldn't stop playing the guitar. You're not good, kid. Get out. <laughs> That's
0: all I can hear. I mean, I'm sure as uh, growing up as someone who was in band, I'm sure there are plenty of times that my family's like, "I'm going to throw it out. I'm just going to throw the instrument out. We're going to say he lost it. We'll deal with the ramifications later." Yep. But it, I mean, it depends. If he was if he was terrible, then yeah, I, I can I can sort of get it. You I could can so, I could definitely people. sort of get it. You can't shoot people. I completely agree with that. But I can I can sort of get it. Rock and roll, right? Rock uh. and roll. <laughs> I think being a reasonable child is growing up and acknowledging and maybe even going as far as apologizing once or twice. Like, hey, so, like, I know I was a pain in the butt about this, and I'm sorry. AJ McLeod, VFX, because, again, thinking about that guitar story, I, I was in music in middle and high school. I'm sure at some point there was a point where it, my parents were like, I just, just want to take the baritone. I'm just going to throw it out the window. I'm just throw it out the window. Like, it's just gone for, like, two days. Two days of peace of quiet, is that too much to ask? No. I mean, Look, you can you can level with us, Madison. We're all friends here. Did you pair, it, from the parent perspective, occasionally you get kind of those those kind of thoughts. I agree. As a matter of fact, I had some last night. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tell nobody. No. Three full stories,
1: please. Okie dokie, we got story number one. There was a guy who got fired from Walmart, and he was so mad last week that he decided to drive his car straight through the front doors of the store. And then through smiles. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. He got arrested on lots of felony charges. This was at like 6 a.m. So <laughs> I don't know who That's was there. That's not
0: fair, man. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Who, who is at a Walmart at 6 a.m. is something I'm sort of, in. I'm going to say very sort of interested in. Yeah. But home, no. Like, homeboy, no. no. I get it. We're all mad that they redesigned the whole South Walmart and you got to find everything again. You can't do that. Jerk. That's fair. That's fair. So
1: there's uh, story number one. Then we got story number two. There was a a dog show that some people had put their, you know, dogs into. And I guess there was a huge chaos and rumbling that happened, erupted after an event. Organizer told a lady, I don't care what it is. There's no refunds. I don't care. There's no refunds. Your dog didn't win. You don't get a refund.
0: Because, like, they would have given the – if they had won – they like they would have given some of their prize money to the, the oh, people that didn't win.
1: Dude, I'm watching this video right now. The fight escalated quickly. The video of the incident shows people throwing punches, grabbing each other and sending chairs flying across the room. All the while, these dogs are just chilling. How dare you? You're putting dogs in danger. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's that, but also uh, Madison, something that I think to consider, I don't know about you, but I kind of consider dog shows like classy. And so the fact that it so quickly <laughs> uh, devolved into fisticuffs, like maybe, maybe, maybe Florida.
1: <laughs> and then we got story three, 79 year old guy shot his 50 year old son over the weekend because he wouldn't stop playing his guitar. He claims he was just trying to wow. shoot the guitar, but the bullet went through the guitar and hit his son in the side because a bulletproof guitar. it's not a bulletproof guitar. You know, there's that. So, luckily, he didn't die. Um, <laughs> Bullets go through things. They, that's their whole point. Yep. So, uh, anyway, the oh, uh, guitar is toast because the police found a bullet hole in it. So, okay. <laughs> um, I guess after the shooting, they got into a scuffle. The guy who shot reasonable. uh ended up with a fat lip and some cuts on his face. Then he called 911 and told him, yeah, sorry, that's- I accidentally shot my
0: son that's fair fair. it's even even z trades yeah shot him in the side versus fat lip and some cuts yeah there you
1: go three crazy
0: stories i gotta be honest madison i was initially gonna rule out the third one i know with the the gunshot or whatever because i was like oh yeah reasonable and then now you're like getting to the ages and that guy was like i didn't know was gonna go through the guitar it's on the table so that being said uh (laughs) one two or three um uh, i'm really leaning towards story number one but Okay, so undecided. I I still look, two stands out to me because I, maybe, maybe it's my own thing, but I feel like dog shows kinda classy, right? So the fact that immediately they were like, All right, I gotta this dog show. What I lost, let's brawl. Like the no. They so quickly into fisticuffs. Exactly. So you think two? I do think. Oh, so. I was torn with
1: that just because okay, okay, I'm inside with AJ. Here's fingers crossed. Let's go story
0: number two, final answer. The sentence that gives me the most anxiety ever. I'm gonna side with AJ. Fingers crossed, McCall. Is it story number two?
1: It is actually. Congratulations. Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. Well, you've got you hooked up with a four pack to the Jurassic Quest that's going on at the Salt Palace Convention Center in Salt Lake. Hang on the line, and we'll grab some info from you. Okay.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Just, just for curiosity's sake, so I can add some more conundrum next time I have to decide when you say, oh, there's a 77-year-old, and immediately, normally, I'm like, oh, that's Florida. Where was the guitar guy? Ohio.
1: Midwest. Come on, guys. Because his heart is in Ohio.
0: <sighs> Playing Hawthorne is- I'm sick of Hawthorne Heights. Play literally anything else, Jimmy. I love Hawthorne Heights. Congratulations, Madison Woods, Florida, not on VFX. Could there be anything more bonus, Florida Knot, than a missing hiker, you know, stuck, stranded, can't find anything, right? Lost in the woods, and all of a sudden, oh, a miracle. Someone calls you, but then you think to yourself, well, the last 10 calls have been about my car's extended warranty. Nah. Maybe, just maybe, our policy of, oh, if it's important and they called me, they'll leave a voicemail, isn't always true. AJ McCall on VFX. There's no more bonus Florida Not Story than the fact that in Colorado last week, a hiker went missing. Mm. So everyone freaking out, right? Search and rescue team went looking, couldn't find their call on the person's phone, just hoping beyond hope, right? Some miracle they were going to answer. Someone was going to answer it so they could like pick up the trail, at least have an idea of what everything was going on. Yeah, They could narrow down the search. Nothing. Ugh. Only to find out that the hiker had their phone, saw the phone call and went. That's probably a scam. I'm good.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. I get a kick out of that because, (laughs) yes, but but (laughs) I have been very good at answering my phone. Anytime it rings, I answer it. And usually it's, hi, this is Lisa with dealer services. No, it's not. No, it's no. Click. Don't want to talk to you. But I answer it nonetheless because I'm slightly worried. Like, what if? What if? Just never know. You just never know who's contacting you.
0: Could be could be published a clearinghouse. You could have won a million dollars.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, I'm sure I did.
0: So, so this this only works in the situation because I guess the hiker didn't totally think they were lost. They got lost overnight. Okay. And it was you're talking about a span of 24 hours. So I don't know about you. I would maybe be panicking a little bit. I would 100 percent be panicking. But clearly the confidence level would be like, nope, click. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so. <laughs>
1: this is the last thing I need to be doing right now is using my battery for this. That's what I could see it being. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, ugh, really? Like, I'm I'm in the mountains and still. I'm lost. Still. They're calling me about my car's extended warranty. No, no. Uh, so, so the policy of leaving a voicemail, uh, definitely, if it's important, you should leave one. If you're searching for someone that's missing, maybe, maybe just leave the first one, right? You call yeah. the first time. Right. Hey, by the way, anybody finds us, we're looking for so-and-so. They're lost. If you can give us any information, great. Because I bet once again, well, I'm lost. Um, me? i got to call somebody about this. Yeah. <laughs> but police also posted in the area that is near Mount Albert, about 100 miles southwest of uh, Denver, the search and rescue officials posted saying, uh, make sure it doesn't happen. Get lost overnight. Answer your phone, even if you don't recognize Please the number. Please just answer your phone. Odds are, search and records—you ain't gonna have the people from search and rescue saved in your phone. Like, no. What Joe's calling? I wonder who he's oh. for. Maybe I can help. Hey, oh, bud, me. what's going on? How <laughs> you been? Most bonus Florida or not story ever, except for the fact that it didn't happen in Florida. Answer your phone if you're just stuck out in the wilderness. That's simple, right? <laughs> Speaking of Florida or Not um, Magazine, Mel's magazine, I believe, actually. Did a cover of uh, some dude who absolutely has just completely gamed the system. Amusement parks have been totally bamboozled by this guy. He has busted and it's amazing. The best freebie ever. And you could still go to the amusement park. Sweet. Just this morning, we were talking about Tupperware and how, uh, you know, a financially prudent way to save money is not to eat out. Yeah. Unless you live five minutes away from an amusement park.
1: That's fair.
0: AJ McCall on VFX. Now you're probably confused, but like, okay, AJ doesn't make any sense. You got to buy your way to the. What, what are we going to do? Go to Lagoon? What the heck are you talking about? I don't about? think so. So, uh, Mel Magazine picked up the story of this dude. His name's Dylan. Okay. Back in 2004, he uh, bought a. He was an engineer at uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain, cool. one in California, and he learned about the annual pass, and they, they have a promo for food. So you can buy the annual pass and then a food pass. Oh, nice. Since then. He has been doing that. $95 for the annual pass, $110 for the food pass. It's just over $200 a year. And the reason why is because he can get two free meals a day. It says he lives five minutes from there, what does he do? He gets two free meals a day. That's really smart. And the reason this has blown up to the point it has is because he has saved an insane amount of money. Dude, I bet he has. He said never buys groceries. He's been able to take care of school loans. He's gotten married. He's even been able to save up to buy a house. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm very impressed with that. I mean, if you don't spend money on food, then Ever. yeah, never. Yeah,
0: plus Makes sense. You know, you know, whenever you got a chance, you got a few minutes. Oh, I got a few extra minutes before work. Okay, so. I'm here. I might as well, right? I may as well. I mean, because really, how quickly. Y- you you do the prepping. You go grocery yep. shopping. Mm-hmm. I and Ashley submit to our weaker tendencies occasionally and buy stuff that we don't need. But we, like, it's real easy to spend $200 at one go at a grocery store.
1: I'm like literally putting together a grocery list right now, and I'm halfway through my order, and I'm at $88.88, which, by the way, I'm going to look up what that means because that's that's some good signs.
0: So, so it's really easy to do just. Pick it up. And then you don't have to worry about cooking. You don't have to clean it. You don't have to clean the dishes. Dude's a genius. Funny thing is, Six Flags obviously got mad about this, looked into it to try and find the deal on the website and shut it down. Couldn't find it. So like, oh, okay, it's over. No, it's not. It's still on the website. People have done the research, said, no, you can still go find it. This dude just keeps re-upping membership. He's re-upped every year for the last seven years. It just stops by, has lunch, stops home after work, has dinner.
1: That's amazing. That is a st- But like hero. how much is the
0: membership? Hero. $95 for the annual pass to get into the park, and then uh, this says 110 for the dining pass, so 205
1: Dude, that's so nice, though. Like, <laughs> genuinely.
0: Well, that's, that's the not well-kept secret about that's music one parks, week, right? That's one week, dude. <laughs> right? I know. It's one week but, of like, food, man. That's the not well-kept secret about parks, though, right? Like, the annual pass is super worth it. You go twice, and you, you basically- You paid for it. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Totally. Uh, but, bow. Bow to this man. Genius. Absolute Genius. Saving money now. See, now we're in the right mindset. A uh, bunch of statistics were revealed about people when it comes to money. And before we get to that, would you rather? Now the options are a million dollars on hundred thousand dollars. And you think that is an easy choice, but can you control yourself? Because that is actually the answer that will determine which way you go with Would You Rather Wednesday. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. How much self control do you have with your money? Because the question is really easy. Would you rather have a million dollars or hundred thousand dollars? Would you rather have a million dollars right now or $100,000 a year for 10 years? And the answer is surprising because this comes from a list of uh, questions stumbled across that people had already taken. I want to see, see how, of course, the A.J. McCall family takes it because uh, the reason uh, we asked is people said they'd take the hundred grand for 10 years so they wouldn't spend it all. Okay. Do you have the self-control McCall? To spread it out that far, or do you just take the lump sum right now?
1: I would take the lump sum right now, and here's why. Because then I can put it in a savings account, and I can live off of the interest of it. That's what I would end up doing. Because then you end up making more money over the long run if you just leave it in a savings account.
0: That's what it all comes down to. How much do you trust your own willpower? Yeah,
1: I mean, I haven't had a million dollars up until this point, so it would be okay to just put it there and then not touch it.
0: It's within reason for you to splurge a little, right? Everybody does that a little bit. Sure. The question comes down to willpower. Do you have it? McCall says, yes, I've got it. Give me the mill now. Screw the 100000 a year for 10 years. Yep.
1: That's exactly what I said verbatim.
0: I heard it. I, yeah. I mean, I'd rather just have it like now. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd probably splurge a little. But I think that... <clears throat> What what I can't remember. I always forget this. When you win the lottery, do they tell you is it better tax wise to take the lump sum or not?
1: Um, I mean, it just
0: kind of depends
1: because it's like you get a lump sum, and then I think it's like taxed up front, I and then and then you can get for like, someone who's never going to win. it,
0: I've heard it enough times. I should retain it, but I right out one a year. Right. I. Yes, the urge to spend more would be a million. Because if you have a million and you spend $100,000, you are going to be like, well, I still got 900000 But if you get the 100000 yep. you ain't going to spend $100,000. hope, right. You gonna You'd hope 000, at least. Right? <laughs> yeah. So this will be our poll today because the reason it came up, 71% of people said they would rather just get the hundred grand a year. And the sole reason was to stop themselves from splurging on all of it.
1: You'll still splurge. I mean, that doesn't go away. If you end up getting a hundred thousand dollars, you're still going to end up feeling like you need to splurge.
0: Because the real the real thing is, is like, yeah, the hundred thousand maybe stops you from spending more than a hundred thousand if you get it a year for ten years but in you one year. Still spend it. But are you going to still spend it? No, like, I got another. I got another hundred. I got another hundred k and I'm gonna, next year. I yes, know I got another hundred k next year. You will. So just how it'll go. I think I take the million. I put it in the bank and it's in there for the interest. I'm I'm gonna agree with McCall. Plus, you know, former banker, like listen, <laughs> she know what she's talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would you rather have a million dollars right now or $100,000 a year for 10 years? Thermo Fisher poll today going up on Utah's VFX Pin, uh, on our Instagram uh, story. Vote for yourself. See, that wasn't the only money question that was asked. So that's our poll today. Please vote. We'll see if you did break the 71% that said, no, nah, I ain't got self control. Give me the $100,000 a year for 10 years. But what about uh, helping the environment? What about mm. uh, going back in time? Ooh. Some of those were put to the test, and we'll see if we vote the same way that the majority of the internet votes, you know, because the internet is never wrong. Correct. We're giving out money, hypothetically. Woo! Legally must immediately say hypothetically. Yes. AJ and McCall, odd VFX. So the would you rather question up on our Instagram, Utah's VFX. Would you rather uh, have a million dollars right now or $100,000 a year for 10 years? Did the math. Same amount of money. Yes. It's just how much self-control do you have? But uh, there was a list of these put together, and we love doing these, of course, on Wednesday, and people had already taken them, so we thought, okay, let's see how we go. Not to influence your vote, 71% of people said they'd rather take the spread out million dollars because that way they have some kind of defense against, you know, themselves. Themselves. Yeah. Another one that came up, would you rather have a job that you hate but pays well or a job you love with a below average salary? Always Uh, a question, right? It is.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, option number two, because there's always options to make more money.
0: Uh, 56. Slight majority of people said they'd have the job they love. Slight majority. Slight. Um, And The the funny thing is, like, that question totally makes sense and is a reality I think a lot of people face. But in this day and age, I think, to McCall's point, like, there's so many ways, I think, and avenues to express your hobbies. Yeah. You can kind of do a little bit of have your cake and eat it, too, right? Yeah. Kind of do a little bit. of. I'll take a little bit of a paying, better paying job. I hate it because I can go through whatever avenues I want to to do kind of what I want. But, you know, it's a common question. What about uh, would you rather spend a million dollars on clothes or a million dollars on travel? Hmm. I, I know think that again.
1: one's really difficult because, yeah, I'd like to travel. I'd like to travel. I think that would be nice. But at the same time, I'm also like, mm.
0: I like clothes better. I mean, but really, how how many clothes do you need? A million dollars seems like a lot of clothes, unless you just like unless you buy boom, like five hundred grand dress. Let's do it. Unless we're spending all of the money yeah. on bougie clothes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do like one of those Met outfits. Done. Done. <laughs> Spend it all. Just, just done. one. Yep, Just one. Eighty eight percent of people said travel. Me too. Every ten yeah. times out of ten. Uh, and then I thought this one was super uh, interesting. Would you rather get? Excuse me. Would you rather make a hundred thousand dollars on Bitcoin? Or fifty dollars, fifty dollars, fifty thousand dollars, investing in a business that helps the environment. Fifty thousand. Sixty-nine percent of people said that. Yeah. And see, that's the thing too, where like you can lodge your way, but oh, I'll take the hundred thousand. I can help it myself. Will you though?
1: Right. Will you? Will and you to, What are you going to do with Bitcoin? How are you going to yeah. invest that way? That is
0: a whole thing. Too. That's a whole question. I have twenty dollars in it. It's volatile. Last one though for you. Would you rather go back in time to fix your biggest money mistake? Or look in the future to see where you end up at.
1: <laughs> Definitely go back in time. There's, there's, there's some issues. <laughs> there's some issues there that I feel like I wish I would have fixed, and like houses that I wish I would have been in the position to purchase. However, I wasn't, and then I could have, you know, <sighs> done some different things. Is one
0: of those things where, like, I would go back and tell myself, invest in Facebook. <laughs> yep. I mean, because honestly, for me, like realistically, like if I could go back and change anything that is really just a simple choice and not like drastically altering the future, because all of a sudden I own 50% of Google, uh, the retirement account. I, I tell this to my sisters all the time because they're young enough. Start your 401k, whatever your IRAs, whatever they are, start them now, now, yesterday, a week ago, because the longer you're in them, the better. Even if it's minuscule amounts that you can deposit right now, the longer you're in it, the better. That would be the thing I would tell myself, I think, more than anything else. Yep. 50-50 split on that, by the way. Really? Toughest question. Fixing your biggest money mistake in the past or looking at up where you went. And you and I both picked the past one because, I mean, it'd be great to do with what you find out where you're in. But, like,
1: eh. Yeah.
0: Make a small correction along the way just to be a little bit better prepared going forward. Yeah. You choose for yourself. Uh, ours, again, was would you rather have a million dollars right now or... $100,000 a year for 10 years. Same amount of money the real question comes down to. Do you have the willpower not to blow the million, or do you need the natural defense of spacing it out? Hmm? Now, money can't buy everything. Money doesn't bring happiness. That's the saying. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes things easier. You agree on that. Yeah. But what you really need to find is the the small things, right? That's what I think defines... Good relationships from great relationships. There's just these small things that either you see that other people don't or you just have an appreciation that other people don't. However, when that gets posted to the internet and it starts becoming a discussion among friend groups and social media, it kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Like, not judging, but it gets a little weird. Yeah. What makes a relationship great is the ability to enjoy the subtle things, to see something maybe that nobody else sees and to just love it. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, when you pose the question to the internet, like, what's the small things that you like or that are attractive to you, look, to each their own, and it can get off the rails and get weird, but to each their own. That's what makes relationships. That's why I think there's always the caveat said, like, no matter what, especially in relationships, there's no universal rule. Right. Like, there's, like, one or two things that I think are obvious, like... Don't cheat or be a piece of garbage, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's kind of hard to tell because then you stumble across someone who says, I think scars are super attractive and I want to know the stories behind it. Mm-hmm. Or armpits. Or sure. someone said "House plants, Chicks with plants are just very hot to me. And that, I think that's a numbers game. i got to be honest. That's a dude saying that and that's just a numbers game at this point because plants are everywhere. It's just exploded the number of people that have collected house plants. Yes. But it could just be as simple as uh, being able to make a good Excel spreadsheet tell that to producer Butters. He's a master with that stuff. Yeah. See, it's just... It's any of that stuff. You appreciate it for whatever reason. You appreciate it. hmm So, McCall, would you like to dote on Dustin for a second? What is the small thing that maybe nobody sees or nobody would understand or nobody would appreciate, but you do?
1: Um, Dustin just, like, exists, and I like that. But he is... He's, like, one of the most driven human beings that I've ever met in my entire life. And so, like, him... Choosing to spend time with me is like one of the most attractive things because it's like, yes, of course they're going to be spending time with you. They want to be spending time with you. But when they make the conscious effort, like, oh, I should be working today or I have all of these projects that are lined up that need to be done, but I'd rather spend time with you. Like that's, I appreciate that.
0: Uh, I actually called out uh, my sister-in-law once upon a time. Because uh, me, my brother, and my sister-in-law, who actually might have it worse than my brother and I, are cynical. We're very cynical. Mm -hmm. Ashley is 100% not, and astoundingly, in the more than four years we are together, has not rubbed off from me to her. Thank goodness. Because one of her best traits is that she has, I mean, the only thing you can describe it as is childlike wonderment. Because I think all of us at some point right, are just amazed by so many things Mm -hmm. and just in awe. And then you kind of lose it over time because you kind of just... I don't know. It just doesn't, you don't care as much. You ignore it. You're on to whatever. You're focusing on something else. Actually, I said and lost that, and it astonishes me daily. And I love it so much because you just don't encounter it a lot. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, it kind of just gets beat out of you. You just let it go, and you're like, whatever. I'm not astonished by this. I'm not seeing this with childlike eyes. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. But the thing, is, the point is, at the end of the day, my thing, McCall's thing, the internet stuff, being able to make a good Excel sheet. Uh, someone. This I gotta read. I forgot. I gotta read this one. So I didn't. Uh, my boyfriend recently shaved his beard and just left a moustache. Holy heck! I was not expecting to dig sexy Flanders. What is going on? Oh my gosh! Had to read that one. That's hilarious. Just you work on yourself, and somebody, the right person, gonna appreciate the things about you that are uniquely you. I know, cliche, but look, somebody said armpits and scars. Clearly. The things that make you you, someone will find. You just have to meet that person. Yeah. And honestly, as McCall can attest, anybody would back it up. You find the best relationship when you're really not trying to look that hard. It's true. Two different kind of treats for the debate at eight. First, a very, very age-old, and I mean age-old important question when it comes up to the holiday this weekend. Second, if you had history in your hands, you had all this leverage and bargaining, what would you hold out for? All right, let's get this settled. Who's gonna be the house's chintzy with the candy this Halloween season? Yeah. Fingers crossed. If did we agreed, right? I know we we like willed it and and put it out there and everything. Like trick or treating Saturday, right? Yeah,
1: everybody's doing it on Saturday. Oh, goodness. Okay, because the
0: Which, weather a little little sketchy Sunday.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> AJ McCall for the Automators Group Debate today VFX. Who's gonna be chintzy with the candy? Because it's the age old question: How old is too old for trick or treating? Because. I feel like, while maybe not recently because I can't remember what my answer was before. I know at one point there was definitely a limit for me. I feel like my answer has changed. Might definitely changed. I'd I'd love to know what your
1: answer is and where it's changed from. For me, I just I just stopped going when I felt too old. Like that's what oh, it was going. for me. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. I went. I remember I was probably thirteen, fourteen. I went once. I think- didn't even bother dressing up. Where this i don't know if you got, you had it do you remember like middle schoolish age about that was about the time it was me like yin yangs and like glitter dragons became a huge thing like it seemed like sweatshirts and pants and long sleeve shirts all had glitter dragons on them i was like in fifth grade okay so, so, so yeah. same time right yeah so i wore one of those and i came up with some lame excuse for why why well, how it was a costume and i got triggered and then i was like i'm not gonna do this anymore it's lame it's b- stupid
1: i got bored no yeah. i i was i was kind of the same way i think i was like 15, I went my last yeah. year, but I was like taking my siblings yeah. with me. Yeah. Because I was the oldest yeah. of, you know, four. So I had little ones that I was like taking with me to go around our little neighborhood. But yeah. you did trunk or treat more so than anything right. here.
0: Right. Right. So, so in- inevitably, I'm, it's a good point. I think the kids get tired of it before, but. When do the people hand out the candy? Because I definitely know some people, I definitely have some people in my family that I don't I don't know that they have ever refused to give anyone candy if they've gotten them to the door, but definitely grumble about it as they walk away. And I know that for like that was adopted because it was family policy for a while, but like if you have the enthusiasm to show up in a costume, you could be 2, you could be 200. I'm in. Candy.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I don't care.
0: Cuz why? Like, the whole, the whole holiday, especially, it's like, including this past year and a half to begin with. But the whole holiday is about, you know, fear, fun, scary, doing something, living up a fantasy, whatever you want to f- pick your avenue. It's, I bought it anyway. It's just stopping me from me, to be honest. Like, here, you take this because I will eat it if you don't have this. Yeah. And you're doing, you're doing me a solid half some. Um, I got brought up because, of course, it comes up every year. And the survey uh, was what age? 12% of people said uh, 12 was the most popular age to become, I think, after that's too old. And 12% was the most. 13, 14, 15, 16. Uh, 26% of people, though, did say people uh, kids should never be considered too old for trick-or-treating.
1: Yeah. And I'm with it. I am, too. I mean, I just, I don't like watching. The world will squander and squash your dreams as you grow up. And so why would I be part of taking away from your Joy in something that is harmless.
0: Not to mention with nerd culture becoming mainstream, if you get someone who like professionally like cosplays or something, I'm going to geek out. Like I'm come up with something cool. I'm going to be there. Just I'm going to be excited that you came to my door. You want to know nuts about this? This survey done on the internet, 5% of people thought kids were too old at 10. You're 10. ridiculous.
1: What are you doing? Asking them as they come up to your door, how old they are.
0: Let me see some school ID.
1: Yeah. I don't think so. That's ah, a
0: middle school idea. You wait, nope, cut off. That's dumb. Really? That's dumb. Now, if you I, like, I like. I just want to point out. McCall, once upon a time, bought full-size candy bars. Once so upon if, a time, I just finished purchasing them. There you go. She bought more. I have so, to go
1: and pick them up.
0: If there's no limitations for her giving out candy, why should you? She giving out the full-size right. candy bars.
1: That's right. I don't even know if I'm going to be home. I'm going to be completely honest with you.
0: She's setting out the bucket. Sorry. Good luck, everybody else. I'm going to beat you to the whole bucket. Um, Speaking of treats, Tom Brady set a historic record this uh, past weekend, and then that football was given away. So now someone has this huge bargaining chip, and it was finally revealed what they got for it. That is the ultimate treat. Did they get enough, though, and what would you want? This weekend, Tom Brady quarterback for the Tampa Bay bucks set history through 600 touchdown passes, which has never been done before. And his receiver caught it. Mike Evans, without thinking ran and gave the ball away to a fan in the crowd, AJ McCall at VFX. So obviously they kind of want that one back. One, it's never been done before. It's per- very personal. Tom Brady two, it's going to be stored in the hall of fame because again, it's never been done before. Mm-hmm. So the question then becomes, okay, what do you negotiate for? The deal has been set. The fan agreed to give it up and they finally compensated him as such. And so the fan got two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom, a signed Mike Evans jersey in his game cleats, who was the receiver who caught the touchdown, a thousand dollar credit at the team store, two season tickets for the remainder of this season and next. And then Tom Brady said on Monday Night Football he was gonna give the dude a bitcoin as well, which at this point is worth a bajillion the- dollars. Monday it was worth about sixty three grand. Right now it's worth about fifty eight. Uh but still it's very, very solid chunk of change there. Dude,
1: I think that's uh I think that's great. I think that's a great thing to negotiate for.
0: That is a lot of stuff. The funny thing is, so many fans are like, nope, not enough. You got hosed, man.
1: Really? Yeah, so that's many fans. That's so I'm looking interesting at the tweet to now me. with it,
0: and they're like, fleeced. You
1: got fleeced. Well, here's the thing. You know, the $1,000 in the team store, you get two jerseys out of it. So, I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, no less. Probably.
1: <laughs> no no more. Definitely not anymore. They
0: better not do that stupid thing that gift cards do, too, where if you don't use it within like it a year, loses it starts- dollars. Oh, you lost fifteen dollars a month. Stupid!
1: I'm sure they won't lose money at the team store. I'm sure it
0: won't lose. I'm sure they won't give it I'm the sure, time sure to. I mean, because it would be quite the thing, right? The dude gave up history without, because like, he gave the ball back during commercial break. So, like, they had the ball. I think they just figured out a way to compensate him afterwards. The funny, like, I'm reading the tweets or somebody said, hey, great karma for being a decent human. Someone replied with, I paid off my car with karma. <laughs> I'm telling you, so many fans, like, homeboy did not get enough for giving the football back. But the thing is, like, like it goes both ways, right? Do you really want to be the jerk that was like, I'm going to hold this football hostage until they give me a million dollars? And probably they would have gotten to the point it's a historical piece of equipment that they wanted and needed. But, like, come on. Really? Like, I, I can't imagine these people in this moment, right? They're like, you got to hold out for 100 hundred k at least cash oh. right now in a briefcase. I want to live out that scenario. But then they get faced with the, the Tampa Bay representatives and Tom Brady and all that. Be like, all right, here's a couple signed We'll do this. And how many of them be like, sorry, can't do it. I'm not going. To, I'm holding steady. 100000
1: But did he even, was he like, this is what I want? Or was it just like they came together and they were like, this is all of the things that we have that you can have right now? I
0: think a little bit of both. Because okay. he gave it up pretty quickly, and I imagine they told him, like, hey, we'll we'll sort this out later and uh, get it all hammered out. So I, I think a little bit of both.
1: But I feel like if he would have held out, everybody on the internet would have been like, well, you're really so greedy. Like, it's, you don't win in anything.
0: <laughs> the internet is has known to be fickle from time and time, time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like... You get that piece of history, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be sports. Like, say you go to Sir Elton John's retiring, and for whatever reason, a piano key breaks, and he just throws that out into the into the thing, and you have that hand on history now. Like, I cannot imagine something so significant to someone like holding on to. it. Yeah, I want to get, I want to get a little trade out of it. I'm going to use the situation, but I'm not going to be like pinching for every penny because, like, it's just it's rude. The dude has provided you with so much entertainment. Like, yes
1: where I fall in this camp is I don't care about stuff like that. I just don't because it's not my accomplishment. What did Sir. I do to be able to make the 600th touchdown or whatever? I cheered. I ran
0: it. I, I did cheered. It. I yelled. I pay his
1: salary by being a fan. Bogus. That's the kind of stuff I just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yes, I, I would love like Taylor Swift memorabilia or whatever, but at the same time, I'm also not like I did that. Like, I want my accomplishments, my achievements. I don't want other people's stuff. I'll cheer it on, but I don't want to have it
0: speaking of uh like memorabilia and stuff, did you see what Paul McCartney said the other day he's no- he's not doing autographs anymore or selfies dude,
1: but it makes his, sense his reason
0: why hilarious
1: he's like guys, you know who y- I am you want a piece of you want a piece of paper
0: with my name on it? That's weird like <laughs> It, it, like it's I was I read that and I was like, oh man, like I'm probably never going to meet him. But on the off chance I do. Now you will. Yeah, right. Now I definitely will. I'm not going to be able to take a selfie with him. But then he was like, I, you know who I am. Let's just tr- talk stories. I'm like, that's going to be the cooler story in the long run. Yes. <laughs> but I was like, oh, shocks. Dang it. But, yeah, no, it's a, I, I, like, uh, I like the attitude of it's not your accomplishment. Like, yeah. here's a reward for being ba- – dumb luck, too, by the way. Oh, that yeah. fan never would have had that football. No. Mike Evans just happened to run over and hand it to him not thinking about it, and there's a great video of him going, oh, I gave the football away on the bench. So you made out – you got something for nothing, basically. So uh, it's hilarious to me the internet's like, God, what an idiot. Ugh. Uh, details, uh, announcements for the ghost hunt. We're doing that on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And everything hammered out. Hopefully you got your ticket punched already. Yeah. Otherwise maybe some bad news. Hopefully you got your space RSVP'd for the ghost hunt going on this Friday with the AJ McCall show on VFX because it is sold out. I'm so
1: excited.
0: I mean, it's good to have all those other meat shields around. I mean, people, fun <laughs> friends. Nice. Everything, right? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, safety in numbers, right? I feel like that's still the case even when you deal with the paranormal. Yeah.
1: Right? Has I to be. I think
0: so. So, uh, unfortunately, it's sold out. We're going Friday night. I highly recommend. I think Saturday is obviously the last night they're going. I'm not sure what their numbers are, but the other round was the one we're going with, and they've been doing Friday Friday and Saturday hunts for the entire month of October. Mm-hmm. A couple other details. We're going to the Whittier Center. Uh, those of you that are coming with us show up about 1030-ish or so. Uh, on the doors that face the playground. Okay, and so those are the details. What I mean, we'll reiterate it throughout the week. But just again, uh, ten thirty ish at the Whittier Center, the doors that face the playground. Uh, join the AJ McCall show as they get terrified. And uh, I don't know what what percentage are you thinking we're gonna see something because uh. I was talking to Ashley's dad, Mm -hmm. and he totally buys He says, I believe in ghosts. I believe in paranormal. I've seen enough things. But like some of the urban legends and urban myths around the valley, him and his friends apparently have gone to test. He said he's been up to the – never mind. He uh, has been somewhere that you're not supposed to be. Yes, correct. And uh, he's like the – what is it? The Wailing Lady or the Weeping Willow statue or the Weeping something statue in the graveyard. Him and his friends have gone there multiple times, haven't seen anything. And I'm like, I think that's it. You're trying so hard to see it. There's, like, performance anxiety or whatever. You only get the paranormal when you don't want it to happen or you're not expecting it. Because, like, when we call on our ghosts to make the lights flash in the studio, never going to happen. Right. We see something that ticks them off or her randomly going to go off. So what do you think? We're going to see something? are going to get possessed? Somebody's going to levitate?
1: I don't think anybody's levitating, but I think that there will probably be encounters.
0: I hope so. Something, right? Yeah. Kind of a disappointing Definitely thing something. for like, we're all about it, right? Ajay's yeah. been giving us a bunch of crap. There's no ghosts in the radio ranch. There is. And then we go and then nothing happens. Yeah. So thank you to everyone that's coming along. Thank you to the other realm. Again, I suggest you check them out because they're doing hunts and stuff all the time. We're looking forward to it. Feel, of course, safe with them. I've been without before, with them before. They are amazing. Yeah. And completely looking forward to it this Friday. Also, coming up this Friday, well before we go on that ghost hunt, is, uh, conclusion of park Narcs, who will be deemed the worst parker in cache valley and you have an absolute say in that and should do thusly have you voted for the worst parking job in cache valley this week it's pinned to the top of our facebook page utah's vfx it's walker hayes fancy like will this be historic park Narcs in its own right and the first uh, non four-wheel vehicle winner of the worst parking job in cache valley or will the uh, stripy rectangles continue on much as the same AJ McCall on VFX. If you haven't voted for Parknarks, you can see the nominees pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Utah's VFX nominee number one. It's night time. No one needs this parking spot. Plus, this motorcycle's dark colors, on top of the fact that it's parked in front in a special needs spot. It blends in. You can't even see it. It's so small. Itty bitty little, itty bitty little motorcycle. I'm assuming it's illegal to park a motorcycle. Like, can I call it a dirt bike instead? I don't feel it's like not it's not a, a dirt mo- bike. <laughs> It's too tiny. Whatever. Can you park a a two-wheel vehicle on the sidewalk? Is that illegal? Uh, I think it depends on the place, but I don't know. Like, if you just roll it up to the store in question and just leave it there.
1: Usually people- Out of the
0: way of the door, obviously.
1: uh, Usually there's, like, specific motorcycle parking.
0: Uh, Nominee number one. Nominee number two? Come on. Let me park on the lights. Added uh, more context because- uh, Uh, Someone commented said that this person apparently runs DoorDash. DoorDash. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, that is that uh, excuse them from parking in this stripy rectangle? Which I believe this one, is this one not, this one's not next to a special needs one. This one is a crosswalk area or no?
1: I don't, I'm not sure. Because it's big. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's next to a special needs spot. It's just like, don't park here.
0: Yeah, like it's a huge area that is meant to signify, don't be here.
1: I wonder if it's like where the, like trucks
0: the loading yeah loading point. yeah it be that now you're in the way man because if there's one thing we all know it's that semi trucks have great maneuverability
1: and they will run right over you
0: <laughs> which one is the most annoying in cash Valley? you decide vote of course submit your park narc nominee as well if you see terrible parking safely take a picture and send it to facebook to twitter to instagram utah's vfx and, of course, that could get you entered in to win prizes and potentially, if you do it quickly enough, enter it in for the year in tournament where we find out who's the worst Parker in 2021. VFX's Facebook roulette. What is on your feed that we want on our wall? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, you're friends with us. We like and share the ones we like the most. The best one goes on the Utah VFX Facebook page. McCall.
1: I just stabbed myself in the eyeball.
0: Oh, my gosh. Not recommended. Not required to play this game also, if anybody ever gets the opportunity. I was
1: not expecting that. Okay. Um, (laughs) Currently, I'm on the verge of deleting my Facebook because it's doing this weird thing where it's giving you all time sensitive things where it's like somebody posted one minute ago and there's 15 bajillion. So I scrolled for quite some time to get to... Five minutes ago, and I ended up landing on my friend Jenny's post, and this is good enough. It says, okay, but imagine if spiders screamed when you found them. (laughs) Hilarious. It's a great thought. It
0: would scare me as well. I know. Uh, I landed on the page, I love Halloween. It's a picture of a baggage uh, check at an airport. It says, I'm sorry. It looks like your baggage is too heavy for the plane. You'll have to remove some items and put them into your carry-on, which is going on the same plane.
1: Yep. That's the best. Oh, it's the best. You can win. (laughs)
0: the AJ Knight the McCall Taylor find and add us across all social media same with AJ and McCall in Utah's VFX Uh, looking forward to the ghost hunt on Friday it is sold out if you missed the announcement earlier you need to be at the Whittier Center about 1030 the doors facing the playground is where we're meeting the other realm to take us on our ghost hunt that's Friday night cannot wait highly suggest if you do want to do one I've used them before they're awesome check them out Um, thank you again again Everyone that has found the podcast, search mm-hmm. AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. I cannot believe there were snow flurries in the forecast for sometime this afternoon. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't want any snur yet.
1: No, not quite ready for that.
0: Thank goodness, though, we decided to move Halloween to Saturday. I say that now, hoping Mother Nature doesn't get a cruel sense of humor yet again and mess up Saturday evening. Yeah. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.